And as a beautypreneur, as a friend in beauty, it's important for you to protect your time and energy. Like whatever, whatever is important to you and how your brand operates will determine what you will allow and what you will not allow in your business. And it's everybody's going to be different. You know, we're all different. Our tolerance level is different. The things that we enjoy doing and not doing are different. So boundaries are going to vary depending on who you are. Everybody's boundaries are not the same. Welcome to the Friends in Beauty podcast, a safe space for ambitious beauty industry creatives to have real talk, get real answers and practical tools to grow their businesses. My name is Aquia Robinson, and I'm a makeup artist, beauty educator, and the creator of Friends in Beauty. I created Friends in Beauty to support like-minded creatives, just like you, on their quest to connect, network, and build genuine relationships within the beauty community. Join me every week as me and my special guests reveal the keys to success and longevity in the beauty industry, and most importantly, have fun while doing it. You ready? Hey, what's up? It's your best friend in beauty, Aquia Robinson. Welcome back to another episode of the Friends in Beauty podcast. I'm so happy to have you here with me, and I hope you're listening to this episode in high spirits and in good health. If you are a friend in beauty, I welcome you to join the Friends in Beauty Facebook community. If you're looking for a community of like-minded, ambitious, and supportive friends in beauty to virtually connect with, network and share resources click the link down below in the description or in the show notes so that you can join our community and i'll be there to welcome you with open arms also follow us on all social media platforms at friends and beauty i've been doing something called the friends and beauty friday feature where i spotlight different friends and beauty and their accomplishments no matter how big or small you think it is I want to shout you out and share it with the community. So all you have to do is use the hashtag FIB Friday feature if you would like a chance to be featured. Also, this podcast is available on several platforms. We have Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, YouTube, you name it. Wherever you are listening from, I truly, truly appreciate you and would love it if you can leave me a comment, a review, a five-star rating so I can know what you think about the podcast. Also, share this podcast with your other friends in beauty, your family of friends, help us to grow our community. Anybody that you think can benefit from the information that is being shared, share, share away. Like I always say, sharing is caring. So in this episode of the Friends and Beauty podcast, I want to talk to you about the importance of setting boundaries. And this is a topic that I briefly touched on during our first training, the six steps to building a profitable beauty brand. We talked about setting boundaries and it was something that I thought I should expound upon because it's something that, you know, we all need to do in our business. So it's not just important to set, you know, personal boundaries, like personal relationships, if you're, you know, your friends, your family, romantic relationships, but it's very important to set boundaries in your business as well. And the better that you become at setting boundaries and enforcing them, you'll find yourself running the business that you really want to run. So that's why we have to talk about it today, because we all want to run and operate the business of our dreams. So let's get into it. So let me think, like, how confident are you addressing like client requests that are outside of the scope that you normally do? And also, how confident 
are you with saying no to business opportunities that aren't aligned with your goals and your priorities? Of course, saying yes to certain things is not going to hurt you, you know, right now in your business, but always saying yes just because of maybe fear or FOMO, that fear of missing out on something or just because you're trying to look busy or you're trying to look popping on the gram, like whatever your reason is for always continuously saying yes to things, even though you may not want to do it a lot of the times, it can definitely have a negative effect on your business in the long run. And since you're working for yourself, essentially you're responsible for what gets done and what doesn't get done in your business. So also, you know, what you say yes to and what you say no to in your business. So remember, um, what you choose to give your energy to always comes at the expense of something else. And when I say that, I automatically think about my friends in beauty who have children. That's like the first the first major example that uh, popped in my head, because if you're constantly saying yes to things, even the things that you don't necessarily want to do, that comes at the expense of finding a babysitter or at the expense of not spending time with your children as much as you want to. So you have to be very mindful of the things that you give your time and energy to. So that's why setting boundaries are super duper important if you want to have a successful business, if you want to have a balanced life, if you still want to infuse some self-care, like all of those things come down to your boundaries. Um, when, when you know what's important to you, you begin to set your boundaries accordingly. And that's just like in anything in life with, when it comes to boundaries, even your you know personal, your romantic relationships too. When you know what's most important to you, then you set those boundaries accordingly and you do what's necessary to enforce them. And in turn, you set your business up for success. And that's what we all want. We want to be successful. So it's important to set boundaries too because the better that you are with setting those guidelines in your business and the important thing is enforcing them, the more likely you will find yourself running the business that you really want to run. When you set strong boundaries, you can confidently make decisions in the best interest of your business. And you don't feel bad for saying no to things that aren't in alignment because you know what your priorities are. And you will definitely avoid burnout because you're not trying to overwork yourself or remain busy or irrelevant or keep up with the Joneses, so to say, you would definitely avoid burnout. And as a beautypreneur, as a friend in beauty, it's important for you to protect your time and energy. Like whatever, whatever is important to you and how your brand operates will determine what you will allow and what you will not allow in your business. And it's, Everybody's going to be different. You know, we're all different. Our tolerance level is different. The things that we enjoy doing and not doing are different. So boundaries are going to vary depending on who you are. Everybody's boundaries are not the same. And that's why it's very important to not judge people, too. Sometimes when you see people operating their business a certain way, maybe on social media or something or just in person, too, you may be wondering, like, why are they doing that? But everybody's different and everybody's bandwidth and their boundaries are different as well. So there are a few things that you should consider when you're setting your boundaries. And one of them is number one, one of the things that you should consider when you're setting your boundaries is think about the things that you want to do. Think about your work hours. 
what hours do you want to be working? When and how can clients contact you? Do you have a no DM policy? And also, um, when it comes to client correspondence, how fast are you replying to them? What is your policy for how fast you're replying to your clients? Do you have a 24-hour window for replying? Um, Also, what type of work do you want to do? Not necessarily what you can do, but what kind of work do you want to do? What really fulfills you? And when I think about that, I think about I can definitely, as a makeup artist, I can definitely do a cut crease but that's not what I want to do. So when it comes down to like my artistry, you will probably not see me posting any cut creases on my page because that's not the type of client or the type of work that I want to attract, right? Um, Also think about the things that you need to do to move you in the direction of your goals. If those things are not aligned with your boundaries, then you shouldn't be doing it. Number two is... Set up consequences for breach of your boundaries because it would definitely happen. We are running a business and we are working with people. So breach of your boundaries will definitely happen. Establish ahead of time how you'll handle it so you could be prepared. Like write it down and that then becomes your policy and you have to stick to it. Do you have a policy when it comes to um, taking deposits when people book an appointment. Do you have a policy? Um, and I'm just throwing stuff out there for, you know, just off the top of my head, things you can can consider. Um, do you have a policy when it comes to deposits? Do you have a policy as far as when people inquire um, up until the time that they book? Because, you know, sometimes people might inquire and say they want an appointment on a certain date and then they don't get back to you until like the day before, Like, do you have a policy on how quickly they have to book you in order for you to hold that date for them? Do you have a a late policy, no show, cancellation, missed payments? Like if you're running um, a business where um, people are, you're taking like reoccurring payments from people, maybe like a coaching business or something. What happens when they miss a payment? Like get all of those things together right now because it will definitely happen. Like I said, we're working with people and this is real life. Write it down. That's your policy and you stick to it. Number three is communicate those boundaries with your clients and make sure they agree to the terms. So especially, especially when you're working with brides or any big, big um, projects, you want to have a contract, a contract, (laughs) you want to have a contract um, and tell clients what you expect from them and what happens if the contract is breached and always get a signed copy and make sure you enforce what you have in that contract and also make sure, you know, they know um, not only what you expect from them or let them know what they should expect from you as well. And then you also you have to enforce and you have to deliver on it. So make sure you communicate those boundaries with your clients and make sure they agree to the terms. So there's no you know, misunderstandings or anything. And that leads me to number four, which is to commit to keeping the lines of communication open with your clients. It just reduces stress and it lessens misunderstandings and miscommunication. So what I mean by that is I always tell my clients, like, you know, if you have any questions, like leading up to the appointment or anything like that, if you ever have any questions or concerns, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. Like, I want them to know that no question is off limits. Like no, no question is a dumb question. Like if you, if you have any concerns about something, just let me know because it could easily be solved. And I don't want anything standing in between, you know, 
me and my client that's going to cause any stress or anxiety, anything like that. I want everything to just run smoothly. So those relationships that you that you're building with your clients, they will be maintained by honoring your boundaries and delivering on what you agreed to do. Like it, it doesn't sit well with people when, you know, you have these boundaries and then you're not really enforcing them. It just makes it seem like you're you're not serious about your business. So definitely enforce them if you're, you know, putting policies in place and communication in place with your clients. Like make sure you're doing your part as well. And then the last thing, which is really, really important, is say no. Say no to things that don't align with your boundaries. Get comfortable saying no. N-O, like no, I love I love the quote that says no is a complete sentence. And it is like you don't have to explain anything. You don't have to explain yourself. Get comfortable with saying no without explaining yourself. And I know saying no could be hard a lot of times, but my remedy, because I definitely say no a lot of times because I get inquiries for things that I don't want to do or that just don't align with my brand or my vision um, and don't and don't get me wrong. If it's, if certain things don't align, then they definitely have to be like paid opportunities. A lot of times, like I'll do things sometimes that don't align, but it's not going to be like a um, like a collaborative like a collaboration or something like that. It, it would definitely have to be paid because it's not going to benefit. It's not going to benefit me in any way, you know, to do it for free. But get comfortable with saying no. And the way that I make it. Um, easier or a lot less stressful for myself because I'm such a nice person that I I want to help everybody. So I'm almost compelled, like it, it, it hurts me sometimes to tell people no. But what I do is I always, always, always offer recommendations like to follow up my no. So if it's something that I don't want to do or that's not in alignment with my business or anything, even sometimes when I ask clients to send me an example of the look that they're going for. And if, if it's outside of what I do as an artist, I will respectfully and gladly <laughs> recommend them to somebody who um, can do it for them. So keep keep that in mind. If you have a problem saying no, then make sure you back it up with some recommendations of amazing people who can deliver what that person wants. It makes it some, and people love the recommendations. They love it. Um, some of my examples, I want to give you some of my examples of the boundaries that I have set in my business. Um, and one of them is when it comes down to the types of work that I do. So one, one of the things that I totally dislike um, doing as a makeup artist is um, fashion shows. <laughs> so in order for me to do a fashion show, it has to be somebody that I know like really well and I'm just there to help them out. Fashion shows aren't something that I enjoy doing. So, and that comes with time too. I do recommend like if you are a newer artist, I do recommend trying a little bit of everything. Try try some runway, try some bridal, try some TV and film because then you will get to know like what you like doing and what you don't like doing. And then it's easy to set that boundary like, okay, no, I'm not doing a fashion show ever ever again in life so I'm very hesitant like I would do fashion shows but it has to be some it probably more than likely is somebody that I know and I'm there to support them also when it comes down to the type of work I just recently um, made the decision and I've been going back and forth for a while not to do bridal and um, I think when it comes down to bridal too it might end up being one of those things where it's like it's somebody that I know and they want me to really do their wedding 
or it's just maybe somebody that gets me really excited about doing their wedding. But for me right now, bridal doesn't excite me. And when it comes down to somebody um, having an artist for one of the most important days of their lives, I really think that they deserve somebody who's just as excited as them to, you know, serve them as a client. So I had to, you know, step away from bridal. I've been saying that I'm not going to do bridal for like almost like a year or so now. But right now what I'm doing is trying to hold myself accountable to the fact that when people inquire um, about, you know, me doing their makeup for their wedding, I respectfully decline. And I send them some recommendations of amazing bridal artists that I know in my city who can get the job done for them and they're going to look beautiful on their wedding day. So that's one example of the t- of a boundary that I set for myself is like the type of work. I'm just not doing it. Another boundary I want to share with you, too, is I have a boundary now on like when I, I'm trying to figure out how to word it, like how early I would start my appointments. So um, it was at a point, and it's certain certain times when, like, like I said, I have certain times when I'll work outside of that. But for the most part, I do not take appointments anymore before 8 a.m. And it might be 9 soon, but definitely before 8 a.m. I am an early riser, so waking up early for me is not really a problem. Like, I don't have, I'm a, I'm a morning person. So waking up early isn't a problem, but sometimes I was getting clients that wanted me to be at their house at like 6 a.m. and stuff like that. So that means I need to wake up at like 5 a.m., get myself together. Like, it's just, for me, it's just too much. Definitely. Um, there are certain like special circumstances where I might have to work outside of, you know, that boundary, but it's not going to be a constant thing. I definitely had to set that boundary for myself because I don't, I mean, I do, I don't mind waking up early, but I don't want to wake up early to go do faces. That's just not something that I want to do. So the more that you operate in your business, or if you just know yourself that well, you will, um, you would get you would get an idea for the boundaries that you want to set in your business. And one more that I just thought of that I could share is I set a boundary around um, payment processing with my clients as well. Because um, what I used to do is I would take a 50 percent deposit, non-refundable deposit at the time of booking. And then I would require them to pay the balance, you know, after after the appointment. But now what I've been doing is either I'm taking the payment up front 100%, like no deposit, depends on how I feel sometimes, um, especially if the appointment is like the next day. If, if they booked me late, I'm not going to take 50% and then take 50% tomorrow. You're just going to pay me the whole thing up front. Um, but I started doing um, a 50, 50% non I can't talk, y'all. I started doing, I started doing a 50% non-refundable deposit at the time of booking and then I would take the balance 24 hours prior to the appointment and the reason why I started doing that and if you're a makeup artist or a hairstylist service-based business you probably feel me on this probably makeup artist hairstylist what I started to realize is say for example I would do my clients makeup they pay their deposit I'm there I'm doing their makeup And before they pay me the balance, they're going upstairs to finish getting ready. Now, let's say I have another appointment directly after them. Now I done packed up all my stuff and I'm waiting for them to bring their tail back downstairs so they can pay me the rest of my money. 
not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Like I have, I need to keep it moving. So that's why I started to collect the, the remainder of the money prior to me arriving to the appointment. So if they do happen to step off, I could yell upstairs like, okay, nice meeting you. Nice seeing you again. I'm gone. Like, and be gone about my day. But that waiting around, waiting for the rest of the money, and especially if you're doing bridal, you definitely need to get that money like weeks in advance because that's what most vendors do anyway. Do not wait until the day of the wedding to get the rest of your money because the bride is not thinking about you at that moment. She's she, she's trying to get out the door and down the aisle. So make sure you're collecting your coins um, in a way that feels comfortable for you. For me, that's what felt comfortable. So those, that's an example of some of the boundaries that I have in my business because at the end of the day, it's your business and you get to decide how you want to run it. And that's on period. Like you get to decide how you want to run it. Decide what's important to you. Clearly communicate those boundaries with your clients. Hold yourself accountable and be in charge of your success, the success of your business. Set those boundaries so you can get to take charge of your business and be empowered. And you could do more of what you love. Eliminate the things that you don't like doing. Eliminate the things that don't serve you. Eliminate the things that aren't um, producing a return for you. And get started doing more of what you love and the things that's going to yield results. So think about it. Like, what boundaries do you need to set in your business as soon as possible. I'm talking about as soon as you finish listening to this episode, what are some boundaries that you need to start enforcing um, in your business? What do you want? And how do you ultimately want to run your business? Okay, really, really think about it. And this is the perfect time to think about it too, um, because fourth quarter, if you're on the Friends and Beauty um, email list, then you know that fourth quarter is that time where businesses start to plan for the new year. So this is the perfect time for you to start thinking about those boundaries because you could be operating in a whole new and just fresh business in 2021. So really take some time to think about that, okay? And I want to leave you with this quote, <laughs> this quote that I found about boundaries, and it says, a lack of boundaries invites a lack of respect, a lack of boundaries invites a lack of respect. So if you want people to take your business seriously, you got to take your business seriously as well. OK, so I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Friends and Beauty podcast, the importance of setting boundaries in your business. Take some time to set those boundaries, like I said, and set yourself up for success. And I will talk to you next week in another episode of the Friends and Beauty podcast. I hope this was helpful. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Friends in Beauty podcast. Don't forget, sharing is caring. Share this episode with at least one friend in beauty and subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts so that other Friends in Beauty can find this show. Plus, we'd love to hear your feedback. Connect with us on all social media platforms at Friends in Beauty, hashtag Friends in Beauty to join the conversation and join our Friends in Beauty Facebook community to stay connected. Talk to you soon.